All right, we're here at the Ultimate Fishing Show in Detroit. Got the Terrible Outdoorsman here. You got Ryan Collin. And you got Dan Williams, Daniel's son here as well, <laughs> on site, on location. <laughs> Who else we got? Tom Taylor from Fishing Complete. Dennis Cullen from Fishing Complete. All right. All right. Welcome. I'm, we're, we are so happy to be here. We, yeah. we can't express that enough. As yeah, are we. Thank yeah, you for being aboard. We're, we're day two. Um, day one was a success for us. Uh, what, what, how do you think day one went for your previous shows? Day one went really, really well for us. Um, I've talked to a number of people around here at the show, and uh, everybody has seen a marked improvement. Yeah. So, yeah, even uh, I was getting a cold beverage yesterday, and even the woman said that attendance was up a lot. She's seen a ton of traffic. So either there's more people or um, people are thirsty this year. <laughs> uh, probably thirsty. I know yeah. I, I'm yeah. getting there. I mean, I, I know I was there. After yeah. talking to so many people yesterday, my throat was getting a little dry. And we, we asked permission at like 4 o'clock. We're like, can we please <laughs> have know, a beer? We're going to go get a beer. <laughs> and I wonder why it took you so long to ask. Yeah. Well, you know. We kept saying to each other, like, um, are we going to do this? I, I, had a, I had a time frame. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I got to keep myself in check, you know. Yeah, Ryan was like, if we wait till 4 o'clock, we might be okay to make sure we're home safe. If so. we start early. 10, <laughs> 10 is fine by me, believe me. <laughs> well, if we start too early, uh, we might um, yeah. either be sleeping by 4 o'clock. We might sell every kit you got here, though. Yeah. be real talk. Go for it. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Please. He's, like, he's going to go buy us a bunch of beers real early. We, so. we might buy all the kits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. we can go home, Dennis. Hell yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah. see you later. And now, see now, the, thing, go get the gears are spinning in his head. So, yeah, yeah it was cool. uh, it was a ton of fun. Um, heck of an experience for us. Um, I, I was up. I was on Dan on the way here. I was up all night just thinking about how the day went, how today's going to go. Um, just like I was like a kid before Christmas morning, you know, like it was just uh, it was a ton of fun. Um, privilege that you guys let us be a part of it. I'm glad we could help you guys a little bit. I know Jimmy was on fire selling some of these kits yesterday. He was having fun. With yes, that. he was. Yeah, he was having a lot of fun. So. Yeah. He had to break um, through his uh, emotional barrier first. He's uh, <laughs> He can be a little shy at times. Yeah. Um, he's going to listen to this and probably yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. so I told him, I was like, man, you got to get social. I was like, go get a beer or something. And he cracked a beer, and it was 10 minutes later. He's talkative and having fun. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, some people need that. That's so. awesome. So, yeah. uh, Tom, Dennis, tell us, um, you know, what are, what are some of the things that you, outside of selling your product, what are some of the things that you really try to do here? Um, as for like networking or like, because I I saw yesterday that there was a lot of people that came up and approached you guys at, at a, like a personal level to just kind of say hello and stuff like that. Tell us a little bit about the importance of all that for you. Well, you know, over the years you do gain friends, uh, you meet a lot of different people, but I think given our, you know, our situation at this point in time, you know, we're just coming down off of the COVID thing. Uh, there's a lot of people here that we haven't seen in a few years, um, and it is good to be kind of back with the family. I'll call it. Um, yeah, you really so, saw yeah, that family was, yesterday. Like there were, I mean, like you said that. I mean, it was like every ten minutes somebody's coming over, yeah. giving hugs, and it's not even shaking hands; it's giving hugs. Yeah, you know, like it's just it's cool to see. And you guys haven't been here since what 2019. Right, because 20 was COVID. Yeah, two years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, so this is, what, three years since last time you were here, so it's cool that people came up and saw you. Yeah. And it just shows the following that you guys have, so more reason we're uh, we're excited to be here to meet some people, so. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's good. I, I know, like, walking around here, there's so many, like, similar items that are on sale, and, you know, I think that kind of uh, 
it kind of leads to like kind of speaks to kind of who you guys are as a company you know because people stop here you know i mean yeah obviously you know there's other people that know you know but like what draws other people's attention here is the openness the friendliness the welcoming you know the welcoming feelings that we all kind of have and felt yesterday so that was one big takeaway from ryan and i that we saw and kind of observed and we're really really impressed by that so yeah. That was very, very cool. And you weren't lying with the pick and pack table. No, you weren't. Oh my god. I mean that thing was Wait. Oh I I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean I first Saturday. looked at it and I'm like, oh I mean that's that's a cool setup, but I'm like, do people really get that? I mean, there were people just filling bags. Like I watched a guy Greg had to get him a shopping bag because um, he had so many bags. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. He did, you know? Yeah, he, did. Yeah, he had a shopping yeah. bag full of words. Like, very he, good bargain. He, he's, mm-hmm. It is for a dollar, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we can talk about a little about that. So if you guys are coming up to the fishing show, you need to stop by because you can fill up a, a, a bag full of plastics from their pick and pack table for a buck. I mean, people didn't yeah. believe it when we told them that it was a dollar, right? A dollar for all that? It looks I mean, like that's they probably just $10 it. plus dollars worth of plastics if you buy them from the store. Yeah. Or maybe even more. It, you get them for a dollar. Exactly, yeah. It, um, it's fun. I mean, me and Dennis have taken turns over the year just sitting there yeah. and wait till Saturday. Yeah. When the young people are able to get in here and the kids off. Well, that's, that's what you saw yesterday. Uh, you saw definitely the older crowd come in the afternoon yeah. when it first opened. But then, like, once school got out, work got yeah. out, it was a lot, a much younger crowd, kids. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the table's really on fire. Five, six o'clock. I mean, there was, at one point, there was like four or five people around there all digging through. They're picking out Yeah, wait till there's 15 and, or 20. Oh, God. Yeah. They'll be lined up. I'm, kids are going to be throwing elbows around here, you know? <laughs> yeah. when, the, when we first started the pick and pack, we had just a galvanized barrel, a little bucket. Yeah. We threw them in there, and that went over, we were constantly filling it up. Yeah. That went over real well. Then we, yeah. uh, luckily, we found a nice table that we're using now, and uh, it was at uh, Gander Mountain was going out of business, and they were selling everything in their store. Yep. So we found this table, like, for 15 bucks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well worth hey, it. Hey, it works out perfect. Yes. Yeah. Now, whose idea was that to start it? Was it a combined I th- effort? Or? I, I think it was kind of a combined effort. Um, you've been in the warehouse. Um, you should have been there 10 years ago when there was just boxes and boxes and boxes of plastics. Um, and we knew we had to do something with it. It was either throw it away, give it away. And we tried, you know, giving it away at first, uh, different organizations. And we came to a show, and it just kind of dawned on us, you know, it was like, ah, shit, this is what we got to do with it. And it went over great, you know, on top of which we're having fun doing it. Right. And at a dollar for how much you're giving them, like, you're giving it away anyways, right? Yeah. It's pretty much a donation, you know. (laughs) But, you know, and it's funny because we've had our wives up here and other people, and they've all tried to get us to raise the price. Nah. Let's get rid of it. Let's have fun. Let's do it. Right. Right. That's fun. Not to make it sound like our wives are greedy. <laughs> but hey, you're the on buck record stops that. someplace, you know. <laughs> Stop right at that table. Yep. 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 That's right. Yep. We got a lot of other cool stuff here for sale. I mean, the prices on some of these plastics. I was showing some of the guys the swim baits, and they're, you know, half the price of Kytex. I was showing some of the spinner baits for 2 bucks. So, I mean, you've got some great deals over here besides the pick and pack table. We've got our closeout uh Rack too. That's uh, yeah. Blue very, light special. Very, very good uh, deal. Yep. Yeah, blue our light blue special. Light Everything special. is uh, two dollars a piece or twelve for twenty bucks. So I mean, it's. Like I said I was looking at some of those spinner baits. I'll be, t- you know, those are good pike spinner baits. I'll be, I'll be in there. Don't worry. There's a lot of good product there. Um, and what's happened over the years, we've uh, 
migrated to a, you know, a lot nicer packaging. And instead of sitting there trying to pay somebody to repackage, this is what we decided to yeah. do. I mean, this is stuff that we've had put back um, for so a couple of years. It's still product that you sell today. It's just yes. it's older packaging. Yeah. And you're yep. right. To repackage it would definitely cost more than what yeah. you might lose by selling it at a discount, right? So Right. Yeah. It makes sense. So. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So, Dennis, I know uh, I know we're at the fishing show, and I know, you know, obviously the premise is, you know, around everything fishing, but we can't help ourselves but talk about hunting a little bit. And so I've been told through the grapevine that you have a bear hunting story for us to tell or or just a story about a bear. So let's let's hear it. Well, you told a couple, you told a couple stories last time you were on. So. I think it was 1971. I shot a very nice bear up in Canada. And uh, when I took it to the taxidermist, I wanted the skull. I was gonna, you know, clean the skull out and uh, maybe get it measured. But uh, Canadian bears at that time were not recognized by the the Boone and Crockett. So I said, okay, I want to do it anyway. So I got the skull back from the taxidermist, and uh, I had a pot in the backyard, and I got filled it with water and on a barbecue, an old barbecue. So I was cooking it up there, and it smelled bad. It smelled real bad. And then I, I, my next-door neighbor, a little old lady, about 70-some years old, she come out of there. That's where she hangs her clothes, right in that area. She come out, and she started looking at me. She said, what are you cooking? What are you making? I said, I'm making some bearhead soup. <laughs> and I had, a, I had a stick in there, and I picked, stuck it in, and I just happened to catch the bear in the eye socket. And I pulled it out, and it was the gnarliest looking thing you ever saw. Meat hanging down, eyeballs sticking out, everything. She said to me, little Polish lady, you sick son of a bitch. And she's running in the house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, the skull turned out real well. It turned out, actually. After, f- Boone, after the fact, it turned out real well. <laughs> Boone and Crockett uh, measures 21 inches for uh, a Boone and Crockett bear head. Wow. It's a big this bear. one actually measured 21 and a half, but it was Canadian. It didn't, uh, didn't uh, come. Now, do they recognize it today? I think Crockett? they do, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's uh, a pretty good story. Uh, all of a sudden, I have an appetite for a bagel, so. Sounds pretty good right about Cream now. cheese dripping <laughs> over? <laughs> Man. Oh, I'm good. Um, I nice don't think I'll eat all day after that. Little old lady, good neighbor, very yeah. good yeah, neighbor. But good. boy, I yeah. kind of ran her crank that time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's pretty crazy. I know we um, we love hearing those stories, and I, you know, what's cool about it is that everybody has them. You know, yeah. the the people that we talked to yesterday were they commented they're like, oh, you know, the terrible outdoorsman. You know, the that's such a cool name, and it's like. How relatable, you know, yeah. like everything can be relatable, you know? And yeah, so they were like, oh, that's me. That's my kind of podcast. I'm like, yeah. that's, that's what we're about, yeah, right? Definitely. But we had uh, we had some people tell some pretty good stories yesterday that, uh, man, I hope they send them in so we can read them on the podcast. I don't remember exact details, but we had some people tell yeah. us some pretty good stories yesterday. So Yeah, so we heard a good one. Um, it was actually a comment from the post that we had, um, and it was from a Samantha Lasky. And she said, the guy who you were sitting next to is Dennis, and we love him. Best neighbor in the world that we could ask for. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a plus that he is an outdoorsman just like us. So it was pretty, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so de- definitely pretty cool. So I remember awesome. Samantha and her husband, they were in here a little while yep. yesterday. Yeah, so. They had their yeah. two boys with yep. them. And yep. They're yeah. going to be a good outdoorsman. Both yeah, good, good. 
I think that was my favorite part about yesterday. It was just interacting with people, just talking yeah. fishing, talking yeah. hunting. Um, and they, you know, they don't know us yet. Hopefully they do. But just to, to interact with people, hear yeah. their stories. Um, like, I had a couple guys that commented on the page. Like, I, one guy talked for 30 minutes. Like, it was just yeah. a ton of fun to <laughs> hear some of the stories. We talked fishing. He showed me pictures of, of some fish that he's caught. Like, that was, that was cool. That's yeah. what this is all about. So Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. Well, cool. What's... Uh, do you guys have any goals in mind for this week? Anything that you guys are, uh, you know, planning on? Like, what, what's the major thing to sell? Or? Sell everything there that's on the rack. There you go. So we can't go home until the rack's ready. until it's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get out of here a lot earlier if we did that. All right. <laughs> guys, please come down. We want to go home and see kids at one point. <laughs> well, we got the, uh, the the Wacky Starter Kit. I saw we sold quite a few of those yesterday. Um, and then you got the new panfish kit. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, Tom? Yeah. Because that's not even on the website yet. This is the first people could really get it, right? This well, that um, it did just get uh, put on the website. Um, we do have limited numbers, so if you want one, you better come down and yep. get it. Um, it will be a permanent situation for us. Uh, we just got to procure a few other things. But, yeah, the panfish kit, $20. Um, show you, special, right? $20 yeah. show special. And the same thing with the Wacky Tool Kit, which is $24. Um, and if you come down and talk real nice to us, we may work with you. you Who knows? <laughs> um, I mean, we've got a lot of product up here. Um, we've marked a few things down to make it easier for everybody. We just welcome the family again and please come down and see us and say hello to the terrible outdoorsmen because they are an awful lot of fun <laughs> we try to be fun we appreciate we, we certainly try yeah yeah the that's those starter kits were were definitely a hit yesterday and even um i know myself because i've got experience dan's got experience with it um and then danny he was like doing demos and showing people how to hook it up how to set it up um what hooks like if you wanted to buy extra hooks and o-rings and stuff so um we've got enough people here that know how it works we can we can get you fully set up easiest way to bass fish by far definitely by far so all, All right, right, so I think we're going to bring in uh, a couple more guests, right, yep. Ryan? Why don't you yep. uh, take yeah, it so away? Yeah, we're going to bring in some other guests. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks, guys. Um, Thank you. Know, while, while they get set up. Um, yeah, we're, I just muted their mics. That way they can get settled in. Yeah, course, they'll, so. they'll get settled in. Um, so, again, we're at the fishing show here. Um, there's going to be some background noise. We're here early before the show's getting started, um, but we're I can already hear more vendors rolling in. So yep. if you're hearing background noise, it is what it is, hey, guys. It just, it's a it podcast. Just adds to the terrible outdoorsman flavor. So that's, you guys, you guys just chill out, all right? If you got why, any problems, that's just why sit we're back the terrible outdoorsmen. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even have studio quality sound <laughs> no. when we're in our studio. So, no. all right, yeah, cool. So that's that's a, the the beauty of podcasts. You're going to hear some background noise. We're live on location and uh, having some fun. So, all right. So with us, uh, we have Dave Omer. Dave Omer from Erie, Pennsylvania. Dave Omer from Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. All right. Hey, this is Danny Irvin, uh, Fishing Completes Pro Staff member. Good deal. So uh, we'll, we'll start with Danny. So, Danny, you had um, a seminar yesterday. Why don't you tell us about that? How'd that go for you? You know, the, the seminar went really well. Uh, we were able to get a few people in there, listen to us uh, talk about using soft plastics for panfish, walleye, and bass. Um, it looked like everybody picked up a little something from it. A lot of the people that attended the seminar did come to our booth and purchase some product, ask some more questions. So I, all in all, I think it was a success. Good deal. Well, yeah, we um, we tried getting over there, but it was, uh, for one, the door was closed, and so we didn't want to barge in. Um, 
So I, th- I think we kind of missed the, missed I w- the intro. I <laughs> yeah, I, I, being that we were associated with them, I didn't want to be that guy and be like, Dick Dan the Williams off and just barely. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're about, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But uh, but all in all, I'm glad it went well for you. Really, really cool, cool opportunity for you. Yeah, uh, I mean, you even said it right after people came over, and like, I mean, a couple of those guys had bags full of product. Like you talked them into like a whole new style of fishing and, and a whole new setup. Like for was, 45 cool minutes worth of talking, I, I spilled out a lot of info in that little yeah. bit of time. Yeah, good, uh, cool. You know, I, I was a little nervous at first getting in there talking about pan fishing with soft plastics because, I mean, for me, when I sink in pan fish, I always live bait. Right, it's always yeah. crawlers, right? Yep. I don't know if I've ever fished for pan fish with plastics. Well, I, I mean, have. for a pan fish, you can catch them with a kernel of corn. So yeah, I did that to, as a kid, man. That was the best thing. To use soft plastics to yep. catch pan yeah. fish. The cheapest bait, too, a can of corn. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> cool. All right, well, Dave. At one time, I got a funny story with that. We went, Tell us. So I went to... Uh, went to the store as a kid um, we were up north of Fletcher's Pond and um, and uh, um, the guy sent me into the me and my brother into the store to buy some corn and we just grabbed the first can of corn we saw we get back to the truck and he's like he starts laughing his ass off and he holds up the corn and he's like this is creamed corn what the hell are you gonna put <laughs> and I'm like I might be I don't know 10 years old or something like that and I'm like ah man Go back in by another one. Yeah, it's for snacks, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So. That's when you're chumming them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cut a yeah. hole in the top and let it go. Yep. yep. That's right. Yeah. So, Dave, uh, tell us a little about, bit about yourself. Yeah, you haven't been on yet. Danny's been <laughs> on. We got to hear yeah. the background of Dave. Yeah. Well, it's uh, fun being here in Detroit. I'm trying to figure out which group of people's more inviting up here in Michigan, <laughs> uh, the youpers, the trolls. We're still trying to work that out a little bit. Yeah. And I'm yeah. a little disappointed in the. Uh, the food options here there's no spongy cake i'm looking for i mean there's just i keep on hearing all these things down in yep. pennsylvania about yep. and it's at least the lines are doing good this year that's true so, that's true so the spongy cake you're talking about like the uh they're talking about like the pound cake is that what he's talking about a, i guess you got some kind of cake up here that's got lumpy frosting oh yeah yeah that's, that's the pound so, cake i think gotta be the pound cake or is it, no or is that the that must be the bumpy oh, there you go the okay. bumpy yeah, the cake bumpy. Yeah. like yeah. sponge cake that's not okay terrible. bumpy cake <laughs> so i have a i have a funny story about bumpy cake so i'm not a big chocolate fan and my grandmother used to for all of our birthdays she used to get uh, bumpy cake, and I didn't like it, but I went with it, right? And so, for every year, so my grandma passed in 2008, and every year after that, my family would always buy me a bumpy cake. And finally, I got it was like, I don't know, six, seven years after that, I was like, guys, I got a confession. I'm not a fan of bumpy cake, so you guys can stop buying it. My <laughs> my entire family's minds were blown. I, they were like, I can't believe you went on with this. I was like, I just went with it because Grandma liked it and all that stuff. And so finally the uh, the secret was out and no more bumpy cake for me. But I, I do see how people love it, and yeah. uh, you should try it. Everybody raves yeah. about it. I'm not, I'm not yeah. a big fan of it, honestly. But I'm yeah. not a huge chocolate guy either, especially chocolate cake. I'm not a fan. But I'm, yeah. I think it's just a Detroit thing. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like people eat it because it's from Detroit. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least we know what we got to try to find for you, Dave, for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We'll start right. by Kroger's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> all right, so you're from Pennsylvania. How'd yes, you get, sir. How would you get lumped in with these guys? Uh, well, I, I fish out of kayak. And uh, I've got a very good friend down in uh, Virginia, uh, Jody Cousins, who was on the pro staff up here, and he introduced me to these folks, and it's kind of like family. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know, like, you get in relationships with people where there's not a big connection and there's yeah. not a flow of, mm-hmm. like, happiness. Yeah. And uh, I, these guys here, it's, 
you come to one of these shows, I mean, meeting people's great, but right. the antics that go on with this crew right. here. Uh, right. well, you saw it yesterday, but oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great group of people. Yeah, we knew, uh, we knew quickly off the bat of meeting these guys that... Uh, uh, they're going to fit in real well with us, and we're going to fit in well with them. Well, they toss it back real well. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, when, when we first met with them at the warehouse, Ryan and I left, and uh, when we walked out, we kind of both just kind of had this little side glance with each other, and we were like, that went well, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it was like, uh, it was, it was like a really a good, good fit. Yeah. yeah. And so far... Um, I would, I would say that's yeah. uh, that's definitely the case. Proving itself for sure. Yeah, yeah they're real people. I was, uh, yeah, just real fortunate to be around them, and... I think that's in the fishing industry as a whole. They're really, really good people. Yeah. I'm fortunate. I, I work for a, a company called Bonafide Kayaks. I uh, I run their uh, the fishing team out of the factory, and all these different pro staff relationships you get into and everything. The, the fishing community is like a family, and uh, you you leave one group for another, whatnot, and you still have a relationship with the people that you were with, as long as you didn't burn the door down. I mean, right. but. Uh, there's, there's, it's definitely doesn't matter if you've got somebody that's chasing after walleye all summer long in the Detroit River or somebody that's inland, you know, with a bobber and panfish. There, there's, a, you get to shows like this, and there's just a commonality amongst people who chase after fish. Yep. So, and, and that's, I think that's, that's the one thing that, that draws everybody in. Mm-hmm. So, the fishing we, community as a whole is just uh, everybody I've met. In the fishing community, community has been great. Like that's I don't know I, and we're new to it. We're new to getting into like the community on this level with the, with this podcast. But everybody we've met has just been so welcoming, friendly, and even outside of fish complete. Like it's um, I think it's just a, like you said, family. But, Definitely. Yeah. Yep. So kayak fishing, um, we got to have you on a future episode because that's I, I'm sure that's one we can break down a lot deeper than well, it's a um, lot of fun. we can right now. But um, I know that's just super popular. Um, you know, Jimmy on from the podcast, he fishes out of kayak a lot because he doesn't have a boat. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, we talked about, I think you and I talked about yesterday, you can get in some of these lakes that you can't get into um, with a boat, some that don't have a launch at all, mm-hmm. or you know, but you have to carry your boat in. Um, I think that's a good opportunity for a future podcast. We'll have to get you on. Definitely. Um, I know that's um, kind of a growing market, and you see some of these kayaks, like the one they have here in Lake Ultimate here. That's my type of kayak. You can get them pretty fancy. I want uh, the one that's know, got the motor on it. Though. Yeah, I've, I've got one of those that that, that it helps paddling. Yeah. Like I'll go in the in the summer months, and with a kayak on Lake Erie, you've got to be very careful because a little wind shift. It's such a shallow lake; it can yeah. get dangerous quick. So yeah. you you can't play any games there. But I was out this summer, July and August, probably five six miles out from uh, Erie, out in, in the lake, looking for 55, 60 feet of water for walleye. And then you're right out there jigging, and okay. the people crazy. out there, you're way out here. It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, we're this yeah. is we're just doing the fish thing. So and, and the wind can shift so fast on it, Erie yeah. St. Clair. Like, you know, we it, just did a podcast with Spencer Berman, and he said that you you can control what you go out in, but you can't control what you come back in. Well, so, then, man, I'd be uh, I'd be a little worried being a kayak going out too far. Well, and that's you where know. you got to, you know. Unfortunately, we lost somebody off of uh, the, the Cleveland area this year. Uh, just yeah. this past fall, and it's it's very unfortunate. But th- th- there's risks to That's, doing anything yep. you're going to do, and yep. you just have to make sure that, especially the kayak, that you're limiting uh, the risk and being as responsible. Especially as you those can. Big, the bigger lakes, the currents, the undertows, and stuff that you get in those. Uh, there's so many different streams mm-hmm. and stuff that are pouring in. Like I mean, you get you go under. They may find you 30 miles away. Well, <laughs> and that's why you got to make sure you wear a life vest. Yep. You yep. Know. So, out of, so out of all the fishing that you've done, and I don't think I asked you, Danny, um, I guess we'll start with you, Danny. What, uh, 
What's your personal best fish in general, whether it be bass, pike, musky, anything like that? What's your uh, personal best? My personal best would be just under eight pound largemouth out of Kensington Lake. Wow, Kent Lake. Kent Lake. <laughs> for everybody that talks smack about it, that has been a great fishery. Yeah, for everybody else except for me. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know. That must have been a long time ago, because otherwise I'm calling bullshit. I've, I've never seen a fisher for three pounds in that lake. There's but that. I guess that's why you're on the pro staff yeah, team. We're that's, not. <laughs> that's why we're the terrible outdoorsmen and we don't catch fish. So. Yeah. I catch fish. Or just, now just now that we're linked together, I'll get you out there. And there you go. Yeah, sounds right, good. I'm going to hold you to that. Sounds good. I want to see proof that there's more than fish bigger in that lake bigger than four pounds so let's put it this way my personal best is a three pound seven ounce large mouth so crush it you can take it to our test pond and smash <laughs> there it. you go yeah, yeah you go. for sure what about you dave uh well a couple, couple different i caught uh, in the allegheny river probably about six or seven years ago it was about a five and a half foot long uh paddlefish okay. got okay. him in the, in the nose just i was drop shotting for bass and he just happened to bump into the, the hook, and that, yeah. that was a that little was bit of a tie. A fight. Was, well, you get to feel what Santa Claus feels like being towed by his reindeer <laughs> once in a while. But, uh, this past, uh, this past uh, November, over there in Erie, we get the lake trout uh, that are because there's deeper water towards Ooh. Buffalo and whatnot down to the, just west of the New York PA border. And uh, I was able to land a, a lake trout that was just an uh, ounce or two more than 28 pounds. Wow, wow. And that was on seven-pound test fluorocarbon. That felt pretty good. Were, you were fishing for them, though? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah you just, uh, up there, you just get the blade baits. Yeah. And you just it's jig them enough. eight, ten inches off the bottom. and How deep of water? They get, they're pretty uh, deep. They come up to, to spawn yeah. in oh, November. Okay. Okay. So we were, yeah, we were probably only 18, 20 feet. But gotcha. I tell you what, you, you hook into them, like that big one, was just about 18 minute fight because you work them up to the boat and then as soon as they see the kayak they're they're gone yeah. they're yeah. down yeah. again and then you move about 25 30 feet in whatever direction they're going yeah and then uh, you play the game again you follow them around. but uh yeah. that, that's fun very cool yeah very cool. that's right. a lot of fun yeah what about so you ryan my personal best yeah um probably be my musky 42 inches Ooh. 42 mm-hmm. nice nice yeah. cool Yep, I, haven't hit the, I haven't hit the 50 mark yet, but that'll be uh, this year. That's your bold, nice. that's your bold prediction for this year? We're not year? going there oh. yet, Dan. We'll go there when we're up at the cabins. So. Yeah. Good deal. So, 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 um, go ahead. Real quick, so Dave, everybody we have on, we have them tell a terrible story. Something that went wrong when you're out in a fishing, uh, fishing trip. Um, we've heard some, some good ones. Uh, Greg might have one of the best. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. But, yeah, yeah. So whether you're a fishing trip or hunting trip, anything from like boat breaking down, uh, trail bearing blowing out, or we, you know, what Greg uh, shit his boots or something like that. Yeah, he put poop in somebody's boot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he threw some uh, some shitty underwear in his boot or something. Yeah. Like that. Um, so, off the top of your head, can you think of a kind of a crazy story when you're out on your kayak or out in, just out fishing somewhere? Well, we don't put you on the spot, but that's what we well, do. Not anything overtly eventful. I know there was one day that was uh, a little bit interesting. We were on the Allegheny River going down, and a front came in. And it was strong wind and going upriver. And uh, we, we kind of got stuck right where we were for a while because there, there was nowhere to go. And, uh, you know, that's... That's where you get in with the, the, with the river traffic a little bit with the... Water coming down yeah. and the wind coming up, you're kind of yep. stuck you're just, where you're at. It's like a, 
self-sustaining anchor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, I guess but, I'm going to fish here. I'm not going anywhere else. Yeah, but it, on a river like like where we were, the last thing in the world you want to see is white caps. Yeah. Uh, that's never a good thing. Yeah, especially on the kayak. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I thought about kayak fishing, but man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm too top heavy, I think, for uh, <laughs> for kayak fishing. I'm gonna need a boat sized kayak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm thinking of kayak fishing, I'm thinking I'm a top water lure going across there, and something's right. gonna come eat me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm just a snack going across top of the water. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it's like I've got a, a, a buddy. Uh, he's from Tennessee. He runs a uh, a YouTube channel called uh, Kayak Catfish, and he was just down in Florida. Uh, within its last two weeks and he's got a kayak that's a better part of 14 feet long and he hooked a hammerhead shark down in the keys that drug him around for about 45 minutes and it was longer than his kayak and it's like that's amazing did he even get it up to the he got it up close yeah he had a wire leader and he got it up close to the kayak and then snipped it that's but crazy. Uh, you knew he got into something decent because he, he started screaming like a little girl. And it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> here he goes. Yeah. He's just holding on. Yeah. Go for a ride, skiing across that lake. But yeah, I guess no down, down there, they've got all these crab pots. So you got this fish, and, and it towed him about seven miles. Oh and then you got all these buoys all over the place with line down to crab pots. And he had four or five fish that week get off because the line gets around the crab pot line, and you're done. But uh, I would like to do that. I mean, that, yeah. that's a kind of a goal of mine to go down. The, if you go down off the South Carolina coast, whatnot, uh, Georgia, you can get into the bonnethead sharks. It's kind of like a mini hammerhead. They only go about five, six feet long. And uh, I think I would enjoy that. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, it's very cool. Man. Very, very cool. Danny, you got any other stories since the last time? I know we, you told one, but anything else you can think of? Nothing that really comes to mind real quick. Yeah. Fair Give enough. it time till I go out with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm we'll, we'll make our own stories. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds All right. Well, I appreciate you guys getting on. Looking forward to day two. Um, we got one more person to get on. Yeah. So whenever she gets done eating her bagel, we'll uh, we'll get Jerry on. So yeah, we're gonna put them on mute again. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, guys. Man, this is uh, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Yeah, it's uh, too. Thanks. It's a blast. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. keep this going, and we maybe have some other vendors stopping by and. Um, we're going to chat with them for a little bit. And, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I it's think cool. that, uh, you know, just this whole interaction piece is just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's very, very cool for everyone yeah. in, involved. And I think, uh, you know, like, like I said, if you guys, like Ryan said, uh, we're going to be posting this today. So um, if you guys have a chance to come down this weekend, uh, it's at the Suburban Collection Show Place here in Novi. Uh, make sure you do. Stop by. Come hang out with us. So. Yep. Um, yep. Stop by booth twenty nine oh two. Fishing yeah, complete. Definitely. Say hi to us. Help support fishing complete. Got a lot For of cool, sure. cool stuff going on. So cool. So we got the we got the boss lady involved now. She's here. The big wig. <laughs> yeah. The mama bear. Yeah. yeah. The mama bear. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce who, who yourself. We got. Hey everybody, it's Jerry Toner. I'm the marketing manager for Fishing Complete Incorporated. Very cool. We are uh, super happy to have you. And again, thank you for coordinating all this and letting us be here so thank thank you again you're welcome you guys are great we've really enjoyed your stay so far and it's gonna get just get better we're glad we're glad so what's uh give me your impressions of day one how you thought it went compared to you guys been doing this a long time so what were your thoughts today i think we had a pretty big name that drew in a lot of attention kvd having his three o'clock seminar um when you looked at the, at the the pure demographics of who was at the show 
It was an older generation of people, I think retirees and people that weren't working at that point in time to come in and be drawn in by that, that uh, point. Um, some of the things that we do in the, in the uh, booth, like the pick and pack table and the kits and stuff, they're really geared more towards the kids and the families yep. and stuff like that. So we didn't see them flying off the shelves like we would normally see on a yep. Saturday. But it did pick up at the end of the day because it we saw did. after work, we saw some of the younger kids show up. And uh, we did see the pick and pack table start to pick up a little bit more, and we sold a few more kits. But our expectations are very high that yeah. this weekend is going to be a, a dynamite weekend. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Um, you know, I was impressed with day one. I don't know if I've ever been here on a Thursday, but to see, I mean, I was surprised at how much traffic came like on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, like, like I said before, it was a lot of uh, you know the retired people that didn't have to work, and then once you saw the nine to fives come on five six o'clock like it was on fire there for a little bit and then it died down a little bit so hey <laughs> that's why that's part of it right attention visitors hey, anybody listening you're gonna hear it yeah you guys can uh you guys can enjoy this announcement with us there you go <laughs> an announcement from the enjoy this ad from the suburban collection show place yeah that's just adds to the fun of it right we're on yeah. location yeah, sounds hell? not gonna be great <laughs> whatever it's a podcast right yeah, yeah, so we did see uh, the beer sales start to spike after about uh, four. five thirty, six o'clock, four <laughs> yeah. o'clock, I should say. Thank just, you. just from this table, we're, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Suburban collection show, please. Uh, we we kept it in check. We only had a couple. So. Oh, it was funny that lady that kept walking around. She kept like side eyeing us. She's doing one of these. Like, <laughs> like oh, we're good. The sweet spot. Yeah. Well, it was funny. It was like I kind of my num- my time frame was four o'clock. I didn't want to crack yeah. one until four o'clock. And then like three fifty five, she comes rolling by with her card. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, come on now. Now that's yeah. a sign. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I guess it's a good sure. thing we didn't have a snort at that yeah. time, huh? Oh. He thought about that. He thought about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do not confirm nor deny that may happen this weekend. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so Our Jerry, part. first time we're having you on. So give us a little backstory of kind of how you got into Fishing Complete. This is, it, it goes back quite a few years because um, the way I first got involved in the fishing industry was, gosh, close to 20 years ago it had to have been. And I was looking for some drop shot baits. I just really got into fishing with artificial plastics and stuff. And I called this guy by the name of Kurt Johnston, who owned the Zipper Worm Company at the time, and he was located down in Enid, Oklahoma. And I was calling him because all the other sites, Tackle Warehouse, Bass Pro Shops, they all gave free shipping when you ordered a certain value, dollar value of product, right? Well, Kurt didn't have that on his site, and I wanted to know why. So I had this great conversation with Kurt about his, his uh, baits and everything. We must have spent an hour on the phone. And uh, I ordered like two packs of baits. Four days later, I get home and I pull into my driveway and there's a box that's probably, no kidding, four by four foot. And I'm like, what is that? I didn't order anything that big. So I go up to the porch and I try to pick it up and it's dang heavy. So I go in and get a knife and I come back out and I open it up and there's a note from Kurt Johnston. And it must have been every bait that he made in practically every color he had sent me samples of. And I started bawling. I mean, who does something like that, right? So at that point, I said, Kurt, I says, do you have somebody helping you market your company? Nope, I'm just an old seed ag guy. I says, well, guess what? I'm going to help you. Yeah. So that was the beginning of my start with um, uh, Zipper Worm Company. Okay. So over the years, I would run into, I I would do some of the shows, the smaller, like the Wonderland Marine shows and stuff, and I'd set up a booth for Zipper Worms and stuff like that, have my displays and my pictures and stuff, and I'd run into Dennis Cullen and Tom at their their Case Plastics booth. Very friendly, very mm-hmm. great guys, had a great time. And so it, it came up, I think just a couple years later that Kurt wanted to get out of the this, um, soft plastics business. 
And he says, do you know of anybody that might be interested? And at the time, well, actually, I remember seeing uh, Dennis at the show. And uh, um, what's your name, Tom? And, but Jim Jackson used to be his partner back in the day. So we arranged a meeting to talk and, and for me to convey to them what Zipper Worm was all, was all about, see if they're interested. Well, I think you've heard the rest of the story. Kurt bought Zipper Worm Company, moved them up here and all that. So that's how I got started. And then they, they asked me to tag along for a couple of years with them. And here I am, what, 10 years later or something like I don't know how many years later. Yep. We're still all hanging hanging together here at Fishing Complete. It's been cool. a great ride. Like you said, family, though. Yeah, you know? it's very much. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Our mother. Hey, mother. Right? <laughs> mother bear. All right, I guess. Yeah, get I gotta, out of the line, gotta... you should see the paddle. <laughs> Danny, how, how'd you get involved in Pro Step? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be tough. No, you're, you're good. good. You're good. Hey, well, you take it over. you missed the last episode because it was because of you that I got on the Pro Uh-oh. Step. Okay. We were at the same show, actually, when you approached me. Yeah. And it's been quite the ride since. It sure has. Very, very hard, cool. Jerry. So you've heard the terrible stories. So you got to have a good one over the years. I'm trying to think. I don't know if anybody's going to top Greg, but I oh, mean, I you can know. certainly try if you. Oh happen gosh. To, you know, trying to think. Poop in somebody's boot. I mean. I, you know, it's probably it's not really. I guess you'd say a real terrible story, but for me, in relation to fishing Lake St. Clair, fishing Lake St. Clair, it was. Um, I used to own a, a bass cat cougar, and prior to that, a, a jaguar. And I love fishing St. Clair for smallmouth bass. One day, middle of summer, July something, they had some kind of big tuna boat thing going on, so lots of waves out there, and then there was a raft-off thing going on. So we go out, and we were going to go fish the Canadian side of the waters. And uh, we get out there okay, but there's a lot of rollers and stuff. And on the way back, you had to time the waves just right, otherwise you're going to stuff a wave. You're going to spear a wave. And sure enough, did never want to do that because it's terrible. But all I saw was this wall of water coming over the front of my boat and my 12-inch graph up front. I thought that was going to get ripped off. I saw two loose combos go over my head, and I, in, in two seconds it was over. And we were up to our knees in water, scared the dickens out of me and my buddy that was out there. And I look on the back deck. The good part is, is my loose combos were sitting on the back deck, and the graph was still attached. Yeah. So while it scared the heck out of me, we survived. That's my that's, terrible story. Well, that's, that is a terrible story. It's a terrible yeah. story, but also a great story. Like, yeah. you yeah. survive. I mean, that's it's dangerous out there. Man. Yeah, definitely. No, it's good that, um, you know, it just kind of proves, you know, safety is always number one and being, right. being aware and conscious of all that. And, you know, you can you can take all these steps to be as, as safe as you want, but sometimes shit happens. Yes. You know? So, yeah. No, that's good. It's yeah. Really good. So. Very cool. Um well, any other comments before you kind of wrap up and start getting stuff set up? And Come down and see us this weekend at the Ultimate Fishing Show. Check out Fishing Complete's booth and pick up some uh, fish catching lures. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yep. Booth 2902. Right, right next to the beer stand, the restrooms. Like, we, we got it made. We right have here. everything. We have everything you need. You don't need to leave this booth. So, well, that's good stuff. What's that? Tom went to look for Ben. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, so we'll wrap this up. We're going to probably have another um, another few guests here in a, in a few minutes, but for now we'll kind of pause and throw in an ad here. So thanks, guys. Right, we'll be back. Yep. Thank thanks. you. Appreciate it. That was cool. All right, we're here with uh, Ted Orman. How are you, Ted? Doing good. Doing thanks, good. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for um, having me. So we're here about an hour before the fishing show is going to open up on day two. So um, figured we'd give you a chance, kind of 
tell people who you are, yeah. talk about your shop and I'm, your uh, booth. And, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm Ted Orman, like you said, from uh, Lakes Area Bait Shop. We're located in Wolverine Lake, Michigan, off of Benstein Road, just south of Glengarry. Uh, we're an archery, small little archery shop. We do um, strings and cable replacement on 90% of the bows out there and crossbows. But we're mostly a fishing shop. And inland lake fishing, we got some uh, river stuff, some steelhead stuff, salmon stuff. But it's mostly inland lake, bass lures, all the good, you know, the yeah. good stuff. Yeah. The good stuff. I'm a little ashamed to say that I live a mile and a half from your store and I've drove by it a million times. I've never stopped in the damn thing. Well, you need to. Now I will. Yeah, right now on. I will. Yeah, right on. You bet. Um, we actually drove past it on the way home. We did. Yeah, I was like, hey, that's a said shop. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, we did. Yeah. It's a little empty right now because I got a lot of stuff here at the show yeah. from the store. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I'll stop by. Uh, I need to get my bow restrung anyways. I was going to look for a place, so I'll yep. bring it in. And right on. Get it restrung for next year. So Yeah, what better than local? Yeah, right. 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 Yeah, we're all Perfect. about supporting local. 100%. So. Definitely. So um, how, how did uh, day one for the show go for you? It went pretty well. Uh, rod sales were down because we have another vendor here who's just kind of screwing everybody else over. But um, I won't say any names, but... Uh, <laughs> We're gonna, podcast, hopefully right? we're yeah, working it working it out yeah. um, so we can all be on the same page and so we can all sell some stuff and all make a little bit of money. So now with the, uh, like being a vendor at the show, do they set limits generally on who's who and what sells? Right. You're, you're, they generally set the sales at a certain price. You can drop it down to a certain price. And okay. this other vendor decided, or guy decided to just, I'm going to do my own thing. I own the rods. I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> So he's basically a, a breach of contract. I don't so. mean to laugh, but this is the best content we've had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't hear about this. Oh, yeah. Couldn't be any better. So that's such a fitting story. You have no idea how it's, fitting that yeah. is. <laughs> so, it's the truth, right? You tell Bob, how it is. Bobby, yeah. that controversy is for you, oh, my yeah. man. My brother, who's one of the main guys on the show, he loves controversy okay. and bullshit. Like, man, right. he, just, oh, man. he just feeds off. He he's going to listen to this and up. just be dying. So, yeah. So how do you think, um, like, your day one way? Like, would you have goals for this? Like, what are you looking to get out of this? Is it exposure? Are you looking to just sell product? Uh, exposure, all of it. Yeah. Exposure, sell product. Because um, I took the shop over about a year and a half ago from the old owners. They had it for about nine years. Okay. And um, more exposure for myself. And there are, I bet you, in a week I get... Maybe six or seven people come in who are local, mm-hmm. close to my shop, never knew the shop was there. Yeah. I had no idea. This guy. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, like you guys. Yeah. Um, so I want to get it out there. And this yeah. show is in my backyard, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. So is this the first time you've been? No, I, I was here last year. Oh, you were? Okay. I was last, last year. And it was, I hate to say it, but it was a shit show for me because I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Right. You know, uh, I still hey, don't, we're the, but we're I'm in that boat. better. Thank God we got fishing complete to kind of guide us because we, right. otherwise we didn't know what the hell we were yeah. doing. We had talked about, you know, trying to get to the show and uh, well, thank fishing God for complete, them, so. they're one of my favorite vendors. I love them. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. You sell their product in your store, I right? I do. Yes. yes. Very cool. So, um, yep. yeah, if you're, if you're local to that area and you don't feel like ordering off fishing complete website, you can check out, yep. check out the shop. And if there I and don't have it in the store, I can get it. Yep. Yeah. You, you, you know people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a few. So you guys, uh, you know, your shop is right there, you know, Wolverine Lake. It's close to the famous uh, Dairy Twist. Yes. What's uh, what's your go-to at the Dairy Twist? 
Depends Oakland. on what day it is. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Oakland County's largest ice cream shop yeah. or whatever yeah. their big yeah. sign is, is it outside. The, is it the flurry or is it the flurry? Because mine is the flurry. It's <laughs> it's the flurry, but then it's also their soft serve. Their soft serve's phenomenal. Because yeah. yeah. they make it with Guernsey's Milk, which is another yeah. local company. Right. right. You know, right. so it's like, yeah, how do you Mine do is the... I don't remember what they call it, but it's the flurry, and they put it in a waffle cone. <laughs> Fat, so, they'll, yeah. <laughs> so they'll take a waffle cone, they'll dip that shit in chocolate or whatever else you want, and then yeah. they fill it with a flurry. Sprinkles. Ultimate fat I guy I try to stay away from the sprinkles. but Oh, man. Um, I can hear myself getting fatter as I eat it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad when uh, I get a call or I get back to the shop and there's somebody, you know, sitting in the parking lot. Where you been? Oh, I've Shut the doors down so I can go to Dairy Twist for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's funny. We walked into yeah. the show. We burned about 5,000 calories walking here. Now we're getting fat talking about ice hey, cream. So. I'm okay with it. That's why I walked. That's why I burned that 5,000. Yeah. Yeah. I can eat 5,000. Oh, that's funny. Well, cool. All right. So, Tom, we... Uh, uh, we Ted. Ted, damn it. Tom, Ted, Ted, Tom. Terrible. I'm Ter- you worse. terrible host. Yeah, I am a terrible host. Man, that's fitting. Um, so, keeping up with tradition, we try to have a guest tell a terrible story. So, so what do you got? You got anything yeah, good? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah! So what do you got? I was up at Fletcher's Pond up in Alpena fishing oh, well. in a tournament with some some buddies of mine, and uh, I didn't drink too much, but I didn't drink too little, <laughs> and I had a real bad stomach ache while we were out on the boat, and we weren't going back in, and just say I used the uh, seat pole. As leverage, <laughs> and that's as far as I'm going to go with that. It always, always revolves around shit. Around shit. Always. Well, always. at least you didn't shit in someone's boot, right? Um, so you got you got a one up on Greg. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the thing about Fletcher's though. It's a it's a big lake. It is, and you really can't motor up on planes. So you get in the middle of it and you got to shit. If yeah. There's no. You're not going fast, otherwise you're not going to have a prop. You might not have a lower unit when you get back. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. you got some stumps you can jump out on, I'm sure, at Fletcher. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, you got a boat seat and hanging over the side, man. you got to do what you got to do. That's Nature right. calls, man. That's right. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Seth, for getting on. Um, hey, we appreciate it. Um, if, you yeah. guys are, if you guys come down, make sure you stop by his booth. What's your booth number? 3119. 3119. Very cool. Yeah, good luck the rest of the weekend. Hopefully it goes well for you. I'll see you in the shop in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Sounds good. Very cool. Thanks, Thank man. you. Thanks, Seth. Two. Oh. <laughs> All right. We are back live at the fishing show. A um, couple more guests. So we got uh, Remy Barkley. That up second time now, um, and his dad Dean Barkley. How you Welcome, guys. Uh, we're doing good. We just caught some trout over in Lake Ultimate, Did just you? testing out some new baits. Yeah, very cool. Very nice. cool. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I'm a senior in high school right now, but I've been fishing for competitively in the bass fishing for a very very long time now. I'm a 10-time state Michigan State champion for bass fishing from junior, high school, and adult tournaments, and I'm trying to sneak my way up into the pros and fish in the MLF with all those guys. So you're kind of a big deal is what you're saying. Kind of. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> trying to he be. He shrugged his shoulders. Yeah. He's humble. Yeah. I'm working on it. So how'd you get into fishing? That guy right there. Yeah. Dad? Yeah. So yeah, We've always lived on a, a lake or a pond or... Yeah. It just kind of took to it. Yeah. So were you a big fisherman? 
I, I ride the struggle bus pretty hard. Um, <laughs> I, I do generally fish, and I can catch some. You enjoy fishing. You just yeah. maybe not yeah. as good as somewhere along the line Remy. when he was like two, he surpassed my abilities. <laughs> uh, it, that was going to be one of my questions: How long did it take him to start out fishing, Dad? So you said two? Not very long. <laughs> well, I got a seven-year-old. He's already out fishing me. So that doesn't take writings much. on the. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, cool. So, you, so how long have you been fishing? I mean, like since, since you're two, because when you're old kid, just loved it's it. Just always been there. Yeah. So, was there a point that you knew you wanted to fish uh, professionally? Um, I think I've just always kind of just been at that. Yeah. And it wasn't like there wasn't like a like I seen something like I seen like the MLF or something. I was like, I want to do that. Like I've always just wanted to. Do make a living fishing because yeah. it's what I like to do and if I can make money doing it right? bingo bango if you enjoy bingo, what bingo. you do you don't work a day in your life right? Yeah, that's, that's right, say. That's right. Man, so awesome. um, tell us about what uh, where would your favorite fishery be other than mm. Lake St. Clair other than Lake St. Clair I really like St. Clair um, just because of the smallmouth but my favorite Favorite and where I probably fish the most often is probably Saginaw Bay. Okay, yeah, I've heard Saginaw I've, Bay for is killer. I've for really gotten into Saginaw Bay and the shallow rock flats and all that kind of stuff, and figuring out where they are and how they move in the packs through the whole entire bay and yeah. almost tracking them like, like sheep. Yeah, <laughs> get to them before they get there and surprise them and catch them all. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What about you, Dad? Where, where would you say your favorite place is to fish? Uh, my favorite place has been since, probably Charlevoix and Lake Charlevoix in this, so in this Charlevoix state. Charlevoix is good. Nice. Beautiful lake. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You ever fish the uh, like Torch Lake chain up there, Bel Air, uh, Skigamog, any of those? I haven't got to Torch, but I fish Burton Mullet. The last two years in a row, me and my girlfriend have, I mean, wiped the tournament (laughs) me we we've wiped the competition the first year that we did that uh, it was it's bedding tournament up in burton mullet and we found a deep deep beds on burt and i remember the first time we fished there we went out there and it had to be no more than 30 minutes and we had her full 27 pound bag of smallmouth wow that's nuts <laughs> okay no, With, i think it was there was a six six and two other sixes and the rest were fives and somehow we still didn't manage to get big bass because some kid brought in a seven plus oh my god I've fished Black Lake before, and I've caught some hog smallmouth out of Black Lake. But I've never fished with uh, bird or mullet. Hey, so. My personal best comes from Hubbard. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard Hubbard's a great fishery, too. What is uh, what is your personal best? Oh, I didn't have it. a scale, but it was over eight. Jeez. Smallmouth. Jeez. You want to see the picture? Smallmouth? I would love to see the picture. Yeah, we'd love to see it, yeah. for sure. Awesome. Make sure you send it to us, too. Yeah. So how long have you guys been coming to the show? Uh, Since its inception. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, very cool. Like, very I, cool. I know I always used to come here, even if I didn't have a booth or yeah. if I wasn't working for anyone. We always went to the Novi fishing show. Yeah. 
Very yeah, cool. I know I've been coming for as long as I remember, as long as they've been doing it. I don't even know how long they've been doing the show. Yeah, it's, it had been a long time. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Let's see. Holy moly, look at that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's nuts. It's, look at the, the smile, on, that the smile on his face speaks volumes, too. You got to... <laughs> This this is the big part, is how tall he actually was. Look at that! Wow! Holy shit! Good lord, man! Bigger than your hand! Wow! Yeah, that's I, insane. The the best way to describe it was from dorsal fin to belly. It was like a big like school textbook. Wow! Jesus! Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Very that's cool. that's that's a tank. Yeah, I actually. No, never mind. I, I forgot what I caught it on. Yeah. So do you um, do you have any uh, sponsors or anybody you'd like to call out specifically? Uh, Duckett's always there for me. They're always giving me rods. And, I mean, the biggest part of fishing is your rods and what you get your fish in with. And they make amazing rods, and they're even better people. Yeah. And they're not, cool. like, they're not like a company. They're actually like real people, which yeah. is what cool. I think... I think what the fishing, like, company needs is... Very cool. Very cool. Do, uh, what about social media? You're on social media? You want to shout yeah, out to anybody? Yeah, I'm, I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Remington Barkley. Okay. All right. Very cool. I'll, uh, I'll link it in the description in this bio so people can give you a follow and stuff. So. Cool. All right, cool. Any uh, any last comments? I mean, we could talk for hours. I know. About fishing. We need to have you on like a separate episode where we can just yeah. talk. We can just talk fishing. Must take as much time as we need and just talk about like almost dying a few times on the boat. I mean, oh man, you got some good stories. Oh, Jeez. well, when he's driving. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, just staring that down. escalated quickly. No, you, you don't. Yeah, we gave God a high five on the Mississippi River. Oh, oh wow, man. Uh, did you stuff it or something, or what, uh, what, no. what happened? Completely out of the water like this. Oh, oh shit. No. Where, the, where the mercury goes in first, there's always Whoops. a problem. <laughs> Whoops. When the nose is pointing to the bluegill. That, the yeah, you shouldn't be looking at the sky. Yeah. Seagulls, yeah. Wow. All right, well, thanks, guys, well, cool. for coming down. Yeah, um, we'll, you, uh, we'll get in touch with you because I would love to have you on a future episode. We can yeah. talk a little more, more detail 100%. about um, bass fishing and uh, tournament fishing, and, and i got to hear some of these stories. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. All right. So I think we have uh, yeah, two, more, for a two more guests. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pause it. All right. We're back with another guest. Another um, guest. Yeah, we've had a slew of guests coming through. These are probably the ones we're most excited for. We mentioned yesterday. So um, we have Dwayne and Judy from Black Pearl Platinum Rubs. Um, they filled us up on some some spices and rubs yesterday. So how are you guys doing? Good, good. Thanks for coming down. We're what half hour from the show opening day two. Um, how day one go for you guys down there? It was good. Um, for it's Thursday. Yeah. And so we're yeah. used to being very very busy. Yeah. So it was a little bit like being on vacation yesterday. But yeah. We had a good day. Yeah. It it peaked it peaked here for. I don't mean about an hour. It was yeah. real busy over yeah. here, and then otherwise it was it was pretty mellow, like uh, what I thought. I mean, a lot of traffic coming through. It just it never really got like where you couldn't walk in this aisle except for right. about a half hour. So. Yeah. Well, we have 19 different flavors, so on a busy day, it really He's good. Yeah. Uh, we're busy all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, we sample you on a potato chip. Yeah. So you actually get to taste whatever it is that you want to taste. Right. Anywhere from our cherry habanero to our regular cherry yep. to our steak and brisket. Yep. So um, so let's go into, like, you guys are Michigan-based. 
Correct. So you're out of where? Up by Mackinac. Up by Mackinac. By Mackinac. Yep. Up north, why, everybody loves Mackinac, yeah. right? That's why we're so good. It's made in God's country. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. So uh, we, we told you guys, we uh, generally, we only like supporting Michigan-based brands because we're from Michigan. So we want that's right. other, people, other people to support us, and we want to support Michigan brands. Keep it local, right? Right. So um, that's awesome. You're from Michigan. Um, the spices were phenomenal. You want to go through some of your premier spices you guys have? and. Yeah. So you just sell the the rub. That's what we learned. You guys just sell the okay. rubs, and yeah. you make your own sauce. Right? Yeah, we you show you how to make the sauce yeah. from the rub. Our rubs, our flavors are extremely intense, so you don't have to use very much. But they're also no nitrite, no MSG, gluten-free. Um, and the unique thing that we do is we teach you how to make sauce out of our rubs. So you're going to buy, we're a rub company, so you're going to buy the rub from us. And then we're going to go ahead on the back of the pack. It'll tell you how to make sauce, and it's really cool. Very nice. Yeah. Any? Is there one that's a better seller than others? Probably. I, mean, I know the brisket and <laughs> yeah, overall, steak and brisket, brisket. was. Uh, <laughs> I'll be over there at some point this weekend to get get a couple bags. I promise. Overall, the steak and brisket on and at the shows we travel all over the United States, and at the shows and online the steak and brisket, but um, probably like the cherry habanero. Lime habanero, yeah. uh, they do. Which were not very hot. You got habanero in the name, but they right. were not, like, at no point did I really need a drink All or right, need well, some milk. Like, it wasn't that hot, but the heat was there. It was, um, man, it was good. What we good. tell people, we don't do stupid hot. Yeah. We do good hot. Right. That's and good. there's a huge Some of difference. these are, are stupid hot to where you can't even eat it. You no. can't enjoy it. No. And what's the point of it? Right? You're just doing it as a gag. You I know? think the best way to put it is we're flavor forward. Yeah. Flavor first, then some heat. Very cool. If you want it hotter, make it hotter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. Definitely. That's well, awesome. Cool. So how long have you been coming to the show? This is our first show. Fishing show. Fishing show. Okay. This year. Right. That's right. You come to the uh, well, Home and Cabin show. We've done show span yep. shows for several years. Okay. And uh, like I said, we travel all over the country. We just got off a circuit. We just did like six shows in a row out in Wisconsin and North Dakota mm-hmm. and around. Yeah. Gotcha. So what's your goal out of a show like this? Is it just to get the name out there? Are you really looking to sell product? Like, do you have a priority over or is it just, yes, all what you, yes to all those? Yes. <laughs> what yes, you yes, experienced yes. yesterday, our f- flavors are so intense and they're all natural. How can I explain to you how cherry our cherry is? you got to taste it. Yeah. So that's why we got to come and do the shows. Yeah. And then after you buy it at the show, then you can shop online. Yep. At blackpearlrubs.com. Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody's got rubs, right? You go into yeah. every hardware store or Cabela's or Meyer. There's rubs here. galore, right? So coming here, though, and being able to try them, though, that's where you're going to know that's better than right. whatever, the let Traders me, and let the, me the ask Pitbulls. You, let me ask you this. Have you ever tasted anything like ours? No. no. Honestly, God, and that's not me blowing smoke up our listeners' ass. I Just being honest, like that was, I've never tasted anything, honestly, as as good as those. And uh, Dan, you probably, we, we've talked yeah, about it, it all, all day. Yes. We did. I told my really wife did. all about it. Yeah. yeah the only reason simple. we knew about it is Jimmy, one of, our, Jimmy, one of yeah. the guys, um, he told us to make sure we stopped by. So we were walking by, we, we saw you, and, um, you know, he's been using it for a long time, so he's, he's a huge advocate. So, um, yeah, I'll, like I said, I'll be over there for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. So you guys have any other comments, anything you want well, to tell the, the one thing that The one thing that we do is that when you come up and sample us, it all happens on a potato chip. And when you come up and sample us, you'll see the more you buy, the better your price gets. Yep. And, I mean, we get right down there. We give you a very good price. You want to buy, like, ten of them, 
you get an excellent price yep. compared to buying one or two. It's a pretty good size bag that you're selling too. Yeah. Like compared to, I mean, if you go to like at Meyer, you buy a little thing of what little Montreal steak. Yeah. yeah, it's a little two ounce bottle. It's like seven dollars now. Like it's yeah. it's expensive yeah. for some of those rubs, and the years you get a big pouch of it. So. Yeah. Well, um, when you buy it in volume, you buy, I think it's, what, 10 for 75 or something like that is what your yeah. right. special is? Right. I and mean, that's the, that's pretty reasonable when you think about what rubs cost nowadays. Well, what makes it reasonable is the rubs are so intense, you don't have to use very much. Right. I mean, honest to goodness, audience out there, when you taste the cherry, the orange, my favorite is lime habanero. Yeah, that was It's good. absolutely ridiculous. That was good. The cherry was phenomenal. Like, instant. Like, you can say, as soon as you put it in your mouth, you're like, man instant cherry right and then yes. you mix it and i would have never thought you mix it with a barbecue sauce like you guys said right. and we, it was phenomenal we just use we use sweet baby ray's original barbecue sauce and oh my goodness when you taste these rubs and that sauce yeah it'll blow your mind it's a great mix yeah. the one that you did with um case casey, casey right? the that bourbon. was more smoky bourbon. when it was smoky yeah, bourbon. It was more smoky. Yeah. man that was good too yeah. i'm a big smoke guy i like smoking stuff well that with the cherry is yeah. for pulled pork and yeah. ribs Yep. All right, cool. Um, so I know we're getting the doors open here pretty soon. So any last okay. comments to the listeners before we uh, kind of wrap come it up? On, come, come on, visit and us. At the show. What's yeah. your booth number? Do even know. Twenty six oh nine. Well, sure. Yeah. Look, look, look for Black Pearl. They're not too far from our booth. Twenty nine oh seven. Come, come by and see us. We'll take we'll, you over we'll, there. We'll take you over there. So yeah, they'll take your hand and bring you over. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. All right. Well, thanks thank for coming you. down. We appreciate yeah. it. All right, we're back. We got one more special guest uh, right at the last minute. <laughs> I don't know how special I am. Uh, but. No, you're pretty special. Um, <laughs> most of our listeners, we've talked about you quite a few times on the show. Um, I know a lot of listeners know you just from us meeting you. And So we got Keith Stanton here from bikespearing.com. What's up, man? Hey, same stuff. Same yeah, stuff, different yeah, year. Thank you for having me on. It's good to be here. Appreciate it, man. Um, so we've known you for quite some time just meeting you here we went sturgeon fishing up that time up yep. there with you and yep um really you and my wife got connected more whoa, than whoa, whoa 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 yeah not in that way people whoa, whoa. no yeah and it's Make sure your, your wife, wife is actually who kind of brought me into your orbit and and uh and that i don't get many uh ladies coming by the spearfishing booth yeah talking about how they love spearing and one of the first years I was here, your wife came up, and, and she was goo-goo-ga-ga about sturgeon spearing. It was like, boy, what? And, uh, My so, wife's a special character. So that, well, that's putting it mildly. but um, So, yeah, that kind of started the ball rolling. Then we, we ended up actually spearing one year kind of together yep. close by one another, and, and uh, didn't didn't she miss one one so year? that's my favorite thing, and I've talked about this on the show. You're being interviewed by Jenny Olson from Michigan Out of Doors, and you literally say on air, that you just got a text from my friend that's right next to it that just missed the sturgeon. And like, you called her out right on air. I remember watching that with Denise, and she um, she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I, I she would have done the same. Oh, 100%. I think. So 100%, it was good yeah. for the goose, right? Yeah, that was awesome. So um, I know we're getting the door's going to be open here soon. So real quick, why don't you just tell people about... Pikespearing.com, what you got going down down at your booth? Um, Pikespearing.com is a website I came up with, oh, it's been several years now, but we sell pretty much anything spearing-related, decoys, spears, um, pike killer lures, the lure I came up with uh, years ago. Sweet lure. Um, Pretty much almost anything spearing-related we sell, and, uh, um, yeah, we've been doing this show here for, oh, gosh, it's been 10 years probably. 
and seeing the new people that are coming in here and, and getting going on spearing, it's it's really been a, a fun thing. And the relationships that you build, for instance, we wouldn't yeah. know each other if it wasn't for this show. So, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, our booth is basically that, all things spearing. and, yeah. and uh, you know, Which it's always, is super cool. I, I, I talked about, I think, the last episode or episode before about how, like, I could give a shit about ice fishing. Like, just sitting there jigging, like, that's just not for me. It's boring. But cut a hole, and you see that pike swim in, big 30-incher, like, man, that gets your blood. Yeah, it's going, it's like, bow hunting, basically. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah. is. It's yeah. an extension of your deer season. So I went out and bought hunter. everything. I got a spear from you. I got all your uh, decoys from you. I went and bought a new shanty this year. Like, that's what I'm all about. If we ever get some damn ice in this It's state, not looking good. No, but, unless uh, you're going north, and even then, they don't have much up yeah, north. Yeah, right, but. right. It'll come. If this yeah. is Michigan. We'll, we'll get, it'll be a short season, but we'll get yeah. a season. There's yeah. no doubt. So what's your uh, what's your booth number down there? Do you know? It is two seven seven zero. Two seven seven zero. So you're selling shirts, a lot of lot of swag. A lot of shirts, a lot of swag. Your hats are um, awesome. The embroidered hats. A lot of stuff. You make the shirts on site, which on is really site, cool. Yep. If you need a special size or something, we yep. usually can accommodate. So maybe this has been covered before, but how did the terrible outdoorsman get started? Because <laughs> I'm has it been covered on the show? It has. Well, yeah, in like the first couple episodes, but we can we can refresh everybody. So, okay. um, you know. It started with me and my brother on all of our like long trips up north. We talk about just the crazy shit that would happen on either hunting trips, fishing trips, stuff going wrong, um, whether it be boats breaking down in the middle of Lake St. Clair, trailer bearings blowing out on 696 and DeQuinder, and just a, you know just ridiculous things seem to happen. Um, you know, we've told a lot of these stories in our earlier episodes. And it just—it was just a, a concept we had. Like, man, what if we started like a company? Uh, like, at first we started just like a YouTube thing. Just terrible outdoorsman, right? It's just, we talked about it for a couple of years, and then this past year, I said, you know what? We're not getting younger, dude. Like, let's <laughs> let's do it. Let's start it. And then podcasts were starting to get really popular. So then we were like, why don't we do a podcast? Like, we can tell all these stories, right? Like, and it gives us a reason to just sit around. Talk with the guys, drink a couple beers, and yep. just tell hunting and yep. fishing stories. Well, who, that's designed, how it started. who designed your logo? I love the logo. So, well, actually, one of our buddies, um, he's a graphic designer, is what he does for a job. And we just said, hey, this is the premise. Here's the idea of the show, hunting uh-huh. fishing. Um, let us know. Like, Let us know what you come up with. And that no, was the first thing it. he sent us. And I'm I like, I love it. It's awesome. Right. It is perfect. It is perfect. And yeah. I don't care what you say. It's how good of a, you know, everyone's got. Uh, egos in this outdoor industry everybody at heart is or has been at one time a terrible outdoorsman exactly. it's just that's the way it is yep. I mean, everybody's got a story included everybody that's, that's yep. everybody's got a funny story where something goes wrong nobody's perfect that's so, right that's yeah right. so that's how it started and honestly like the main reason we did it is like last couple of years we just didn't fish as much as we wanted we didn't go hunting as much as we wanted and i was like man if we do this it's gonna force us to get in the woods it's gonna force us to get on the lake get some content get some shit to talk about if we want to get this thing going so last year i fished more than i fished in years because of this podcast just forced me like if i don't go what the hell are we gonna talk about i gotta right. talk about it great trip. excuse so, to honey, honestly i need content i have got to go you know fishing. my wife she's all about it she's like yeah do it you <laughs> well, know leave so. her a six pack or actually a 12 pack <laughs> and you can probably go do whatever you need yeah, to do for I don't the know. Day. my wife can drink more than 12 so. <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool man um any any other comments before we wrap up? I know we got the doors opening soon, but anything you want to tell the listeners? Not really. This keep, will be posted here in about thirty minutes. So. You know, just uh, keep on keeping on. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, uh, I definitely want to have you on a future episode, man. Like, yeah, I'd I know, love to do a, a full length because I've got some some terrible exactly. outdoorsman I know stories that I would stories. love to share. So I'm not bashful. Yep, I know you so. got some stories. I'd love to break down pike spearing. Um, let the listeners know about that. And I think that'd be a good, yeah a good for time. sure. So for sure, we'll, we'll talk this weekend. Try to get that in the worst while we're in season obviously right sounds good um very cool well thank you for having me on i appreciate it very cool yep we'll see you
All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this up here, um, and uh, we got to get the doors open here. We, we got the table get get the table set back up. So thanks, guys, for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed all the the guests we had on. We got more to come. We're going to do some more on the spot stuff, um, and uh, yeah, come see us, Booth twenty nine zero two. Get outdoors and don't be terrible. <laughs>